The following talk was given at the Insight Meditation Center in Redwood City, California. Please visit our website at audiodharma.org. So how is the volume? That sounds high to me. Really? Okay. <laughs> was it a little low before? Okay. Yes, that's what I thought. Okay. Okay. So um, I get to approach this topic of right action from a slightly different perspective. Um, so Jim got to explain um, the parts of right action that um, include a restraining uh, or abstaining capacity. And um, I guess I appreciate the way it's laid out that way because it makes it clear in a lot of ways, um, you know, not to kill, <laughs> not to take, which is not offered. It's pretty clear these are you know, certain activities that we can um, abstain or refrain from. But to me, right action uh, or skillful action or wise action um, is so much more than just uh, not doing these harmful acts. Um, but it is really um, uh, cultivating the opposites of these. So I get to present what is the opposite of harm, harm, uh, harmful actions or killing, um, and that would be uh, compassion. What is the opposite of uh, stealing or uh, taking what is not offered, and that is uh, generosity or contentment. And what is the opposite of um, sexual misconduct? And that is respect, or also sometimes framed as contentment. So as we were discussing uh, that question, um, something came up for us is sometimes uh, it feels totally appropriate and clear when not to do certain things, uh, and um, uh, very skillful to do that. But sometimes it doesn't seem like enough like for most of us, we're uh, not taking other human lives, and it becomes uh, more of this kind of uh, subtler, more sensitive actions around animals or insects, time, um, energy. Um, So we want to do a little bit more than just not do harmful acts. It feels important or you know, there's this capacity, I feel, that for all of us we have towards opening our minds and hearts uh, uh, to to compassion, uh, in the direction of compassion, in the direction of generosity, um, in the direction of respect and contentment. So we also want to present these uh, path factors uh, not only in the uh, things not to do, <laughs> but also in the things that we're moving towards then or shifting towards. So for some of us, we also might have noticed in the discussion, uh, we're clearly the type that avoids suffering, or we're more clearly the type that uh, is cultivating peace. And um, Jim um, brought up an example from Bhante Gunaratana's book that um, it's great if you want to plant this beautiful flower bed or garden, but it's difficult to do so when there's, when it's weed infested. So even if we're moving towards cultivating peace, there's only so much time that we can avoid, avoid the suffering or not look at all the weeds in the garden. And in the same way, um, it might be great for us that we can weed out the entire garden, 
but we're not doing much to plant that beautiful flower garden. So um, that was a nice uh, example for me. Um, And the reason we kind of, um, I guess, inquire or reflective about, do we tend to avoid, do our actions tend to avoid suffering, or are they more motivated by cultivating peace, um, is not that there's anything wrong with doing it one way or the other, but it gives us a chance or opportunity to take a look at what we're not looking at. So, uh, and there comes a time when uh, cultivating peace is appropriate and fine, and there are times when we just can't do it, even if we want to, you know. So, uh, we have to take a look at some of the suffering that's going along. And sometimes it's more skillful not to always look at the suffering that's happening, but also to add to that or balance to that the cultivation of these other faculties or capacities of the mind and heart. So, um, I thought rather than uh, talk more about it, I just thought we could do uh, a silent sit. And then in there, I will just drop in um, some suggestions. And then we'll see what comes up when we try or think about these more positive aspects of right action. So, find uh, your comfortable seat.
So I'll drop in the word compassion. And then see what happens in the mind and heart, what gets evoked. In a felt sense, when we reflect on compassion. I drop in the word generosity. What happens in our minds and hearts? What gets evoked when we reflect on generosity?
And then if I drop in the word respect, what happens in the mind and heart? What gets evoked when we reflect on respect? Respect. 